Microphone check. One, two. CC. Hello and welcome. CC. Hello and welcome. One, two, three, four, five, six. She sells seashells by the seashore. She sells seashells by the seashore. There we go. Rolling. Hello and welcome to The Documentary Life, a show that sets out to inspire and inform you on how to best live and lead your own documentary life. I am your host, Chris G. Parkhurst, and this is episode number 92. And it is brought to you by Barong Films, proud creators of Documentary Film, The Documentary Life Podcast, and The Documentary Academy, our industry-changing A to Z documentary filmmaking program that will transform you into the documentary filmmaker that you've always wanted to be. Find out more at thedocumentarylife.com slash academy. If you've been a listener of this show for a while now, you've probably been aware that we've been working on our online courses platform, The Documentary Academy, for quite some time. What you may not have known is that this nine-month process has included dialoguing with doc lifers like yourself about your biggest needs in both your doc filmmaking and your doc lives. We've been writing, rewriting, and recording and editing the video tutorials. Then we've been dialoguing more with you doc lifers, then rewriting and re-recording. It's been a long, thorough process, and we're thankful to have had the opportunity to be speaking directly with you guys about some of your biggest challenges you come up against in your doc lives. That has been both exciting and enlightening for us. Of course, this has not only helped us shape and develop the course tracks for the Academy, it's also greatly informed topic ideas and guest ideas for this podcast. And so today, we'd like to honor both the upcoming opening of the Documentary Academy, and we'd also like to honor you, Doc Lifer, for being so committed to your craft and passion of doc filmmaking, as well as a loyal listener of this program, The Documentary Life. We're going to talk about one of the biggest needs that comes up when we converse with you guys, that of funding. More specifically, we're going to take a look at how to garner the all-important individual donation for your film. That all-important information and so much more is coming up next here on The Documentary Life. When it comes to fundraising for our docs, we often hear about things like grants, crowdfunding campaigns, or corporate sponsorships. But what's maybe less talked about, and ironically, statistically, tends to be the biggest source of funding for our docs, are individual donors or donations. And while statistics may vary slightly, it is generally thought that individual donations, they usually make up 50% or more of the doc filmmakers' fundraising. I'd say that's pretty significant, wouldn't you? which is why we're going to take a deep dive into who the individual donor is, where to find these donors, how one fosters a relationship with them, how to make the initial ask, and then the best way in which to continue the relationship with that donor for potential funding on future projects. How we're going to do this is by listening to something that we've created for the Documentary Academy, It is from one of the six modules that makes up the Documentary Academy film funding course track. I think that you'll find this an incredibly insightful and helpful and hopefully financially fruitful episode to be listening to today. 
Now, we're going to cover a lot in this episode, so don't be afraid to download and keep for future listening. You may find plenty of stuff in here that you'll want to come back to from time to time. You may even want to be writing notes as you listen to this or come back and listen to it again. All right, so with that said, let's get right into individual donors as put forth by our individual donors video tutorials for the Documentary Academy. Hi, Doc Lifer, and welcome to our tutorial on garnering individual donations for your documentary film. An individual donation, as we're defining it here, is a contribution to your film project, usually financial, from a sole person or small collection of people who wish to support it. It can also include companies, businesses, or larger organizations who contribute financially or in some other way to your project. However, whereas your documentary proposal and pitch may be utilized, there is no grant application process. For the purposes of this tutorial, we'll focus on the sole person individual donor ask. This kind of donation, a sole person individual donation, is a commitment to provide funding or other resources to your film, usually based on your connection or relationship with an individual, often at your request to them for support. We have already discussed the money mindset in a previous video. If you've not watched that, then please do so now, as understanding your relationship to money and how to make it work for you is instrumental to all your fundraising endeavors, but none perhaps more so than receiving individual donations. Empowering yourself to ask people to donate to your project will be a major benefit to it. Statistics vary as to how much of a percentage individual donations make up funding for documentary projects, but generally it's considered to be at 50% or higher, which I'm sure you'll agree is extremely significant. Let's look at some pros and cons of the individual donation. Individual donations can be one of the quickest, most efficient ways of making money for your project that you'll find. You can be given a response quite quickly, and it doesn't take long once someone decides to donate to you that you can have the money in your hand. In addition to that, unlike with grant funding, there is no lengthy grant writing or application form to produce, and likely no drawn-out deliberation process you'll have to wade through because it won't take a committee or other board to discuss and dissect. This can make garnering funds from individual donations a very straightforward process. Another big pro to individual donors is the personal relationships you'll build. Over the past few years, we've been attending more events in relation to filmmaking and podcasting, and one of the key takeaways we've garnered is the development of connection and communication with our peers, and even with brands, on a personal level. Since we spend so much time forming digital connections, it can mean so much more and takes the relationship to a much deeper level when you can look the person in the eyes, have a conversation, shake their hand, even give them a hug. This is true of the individual ask too. These relationships can be the lifeblood of your film and not just in a financial way. Now the downside in the development of these relationships can be that they can take large amounts of time to foster. This is especially true of wealthy individuals who you hope will provide a more substantial contribution to your project. We will talk more on this later in the tutorial. Donors can come in all shapes and sizes, and we don't mean body size, but in contribution amount. You may receive many donations of small amounts, which you'll welcome as it's wonderful to receive any contribution to your film. 
However, you will also need to source donations of a more substantial nature to truly make individual donations powerful in impacting the funding requirements for your documentary film. One of the first places to look for donations to your project are your friends and family. The connections you have on social media such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, etc. This is often the first and most obvious place that filmmakers look for support, and with just reason. These are people you know, and who know you, even if it is just through acquaintance. To differing degrees, they already know, like, and trust you. And many of them may want you to succeed enough to contribute to what you're doing. This can prove a great initial resource. However, if you wish to generate significant money and continue on a sustained path of filmmaking, you will have to learn how to fund outside of your friends, family, and people in your immediate circle. So where else can you look? As you widen the circle, you may next begin to look at your local community or the community in which the film is being held. These may be one and the same, or they may be very different. For example, with our film Elvis of Cambodia, we were living in Portland, Oregon and in New York State when we made the film, neither of which is a predominantly Cambodian or Khmer-American place to reside. So for us, making a film about a legendary Cambodian singer meant that it became essential for us to tap into the Khmer-American communities in other parts of the states and throughout the world, as they were the most passionate advocates for our film. Any local support we found was more in relation to personal connections we had rather than the subject matter of the film. Either way, it is important to consider how both your local community and the community which the film is depicting can assist with donations for your film. We've talked about donations from organizations through grant writing channels and making use of the IRS Form 990, and we will be discussing in the distribution tutorials how forming partnerships with organizations can assist your project. But another aspect to donations from organizations is through the individuals within those organizations themselves. Chances are that if a person is donating their time or even is employed by an organization, that they have an affinity to it. You have the opportunity to reach out to individual volunteers or members to solicit their support. Perhaps that support won't be financial, or maybe it will, but any and all support from people who care about the topic that you're discussing in your film is a very good thing. And this goes beyond people connected to established organizations, but incorporates any person who shares your passion, belief, dismay, or impetus for change in the topic of your film. This also includes people who believe that you're sharing an important story that needs to be told, or they want told, or that they're just highly interested in. Those people are great ones to find. Recommendations or introductions from friends, associates, or others who are supporting your film can take you a long way. That's because being introduced to someone by someone they know already establishes a certain amount of credibility and acceptance from the potential donor right from the beginning. They'll likely be more open to hearing what you and your project have to say and engaging with your story if they have been selected as people of interest by someone you know and who knows them. You may also find that those who have previously given to your project may be willing to contribute again at a later stage or phase of production. This could be to assist in the final push to completion or in the distribution, marketing, or organizing of community screenings or events. You will have to show them that you have made progress and hopefully you will have kept them up to date with your project since their initial donation. But those who have funded you previously are a potentially great source of revenue for the future. 
It is worth keeping an eye on your local, regional, or even international news and newspapers and consciously scour for any individuals who are actively interested in or are currently in some way supporting a cause, event, or people related to your film topic. You can then reach out to them and form a relationship or connection, which may prove financially beneficial or may provide additional resources for your film in some other way. Hi, Doc Lifer. In the previous video, we discussed the potential impact of individual donations and where to look for donors. In this video, we're going to get into how to develop major gift donor relationships, make contact with donors, and the daunting task of making the actual ask. Let's start with major gift donors. What we're about to discuss here can apply to any donor but you couldn't apply it to every donor or else you wouldn't have time to make your film. Therefore, this is primarily a breakdown for major gift donors or those who have the means to give considerably to your project. And just in case you are in any doubt as to the potential significance of major donors to your project, wealthier donors or donors with means can massively affect the amounts you receive for your film. Interestingly, according to the Fundraising Effectiveness Project, a total of 88% of gifts come from just 12% of donors, and 76% of gifts come from just 3% of donors. So finding and nurturing these major gift donors can be a great use of your time and resources. So how do we do this? We've said it before in other tutorials, but it bears repeating. People give to people. Building relationships with donors is the best way to bring them on board with your project and for them to want to donate to it. Anything you read or hear about seeking major gift donations will teach you that it can take a long time before you see any financial involvement from a potential donor. People don't maintain their wealth by giving it away to strangers. However, they're often happy to contribute to projects when they're interested in a topic and have confidence in the conduit. That's you. They must be able to form a know, like, and trust factor with you before they will be willing to hand over any cold hard cash. They have to know that the film will reach completion and that you are the person to do it. Basically, you'll want to reassure them in the same way you would a granting committee that you know what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how you're going to do it. But with individual donors, you remove the rigidity of the system and you replace it with interpersonal communication and connection. One big mistake that many filmmakers make, and which holds them back quite considerably, is that they feel that they're asking for money for themselves, for their project, and that is not what fundraising is about. Fundraising, and certainly more specifically, individual donations or the individual ask, it's about bringing people into a project that they can be a part of, that they can help see to fruition, something that they can believe in. You're on a journey to make this film happen, and the people that support you, whether financially or in any other way, are going on that journey with you. The film's successes are in equal parts their success as they are your own. Make that clear to whomever you're building a relationship with, and whether they give financially to it or contribute in some other way, they are integral to its success. Another part of building your relationship with a potential donor is to listen to what their needs are. What are they telling you that they're looking for? What's missing in their life? What are they hoping to achieve with their money, time, and effort? And does your project fit into that? It's important that your film is a good fit for your potential donor, and it is your job to find out if it is or not. Have they given to projects like yours in the past? What kinds of projects are they generally interested in getting involved with? Do they care about the topic of your film? 
You should do your best to find out as much as you can about your potential donor. Much like our grant writing protocol, you must do your homework and research potential donors as much as you can. What is their mission, goals, and objectives? You don't have to ask them so formally, but be sure to construct some inquisitive thoughts and questions which will help you to ascertain the answer to where their focus is or wants to be. A great way to connect with major gift donors is to ask them for their advice. This can then lead to a significant financial donation later down the road, but doesn't necessarily need to. Sometimes advice can be just as beneficial, if not more so, than a cash injection. If your potential donor is a person of means, it more than likely infers that they have some skill with money, that they know how to garner it and manage it, and can give you some tips, recommendations, and resources to help you garner some as well. In addition to advice, a potential major gift donor could support your film in other ways by providing information, connections, or direction. Would they be willing to invite their wealthy friends to a fundraising party, for example? Or could you speak briefly about your film at an event they're hosting or attending? You may end up with much more money than you could ever have garnered from your potential donor directly. First and foremost, before you contact a potential donor, you should have done your research and know all you can about them before reaching out. If you are being introduced by an acquaintance, then they will be able to offer some context and information. However, if you're contacting directly without an introduction, then it will pay to research them online through their personal profiles, articles, and what you can see they are connected to. Before you reach out, ensure you have your documentary film proposal, which will include a detailed budget and your trailer or promotional video. Make sure you have it ready to go. You'll want to send out this information to a potential donor who is interested in receiving more information on your project once you have made contact with them. Have your elevator pitch dialed in too and a short verbal pitch ready, which answers any of the main questions they may have. It's worth role-playing to build your confidence before you begin to speak to potential donors. Saying your elevator pitch out loud, recording a general conversation you're having about your project, and refining what you say and practicing a more focused yet precise presentational pitch can help when you begin to speak to those who know nothing about your project but that you wish to bring on board. Whether you're talking to an individual potential donor or presenting to several people at an organization, you want to keep it interesting and real. You want to form a connection with whoever is listening to you, not have them drift off from the conversation. Engage your audience with your passion, enthusiasm, and knowledge, no matter how many ears are hearing it or how many eyes are on you. Hopefully you'll have piqued the interest of the donor at that initial conversation, regardless of whether you were introduced by others or made the connection yourself. At this point, you want to continue the relationship you're building. To do this, once that initial conversation begins to wrap up, you should tell the potential donor that you will send them more information on the project. This will take shape in the form of your documentary proposal and a link to your trailer, and that you will follow up with them soon thereafter. Unless they specify a time they'd like you to contact them, call them back within a few days of sending the information. From that second conversation onward, continue to engage with them about the project and get to know them a little better. You can continue this conversation via email or phone, but it is more personal and will build a connection faster if you're actually able to meet in person. Importantly, in this early period of your relationship, do not ask them for money. You will certainly want to develop your relationship further before doing so. 
The first thing I want you to remember before you ask your potential donor for anything is that you are not making this request or this ask for yourself. And you may think, well, it is for my film, so it is for me. But the reality is that this film is much bigger than you. It is for all the people who are connected and involved in making it come to fruition. And it is for all the people who are going to watch it and be impacted or benefit from it in some way. Whether that be through good old entertainment or because it has a profound and moving effect and everything in between. So the truth is, when you make the ask for money, goods, or other resources, you're making it for a team of people who are invested in this film project. And you're also making it as a gift to the donor who is being presented with the opportunity to come on board with you all and become an integral person in the life and formation of this project of value. Guess what? You're going to want to dig back into your research again. Has your potential donor given to other projects? What amounts did they give? If you were introduced to them, can that person or other friends shed some light on what they believe may be an acceptable amount to ask for? Has the donor given to a nonprofit organization which has filed an annual report? If so, you'll be able to see how much the donor has given previously. Make sure you carefully consider how much is the right amount to ask for before you make the ask. And when you do make the ask, ensure you are specific about the amount. You need to be much clearer and more direct than just, would you mind donating to our film? It needs to be something more along the lines of, would you consider donating $8,000 to my film? Look them right in the eye and ask them as politely, confidently, and naturally as you can. Money is great, and we all need it to make our films, but it is not the only thing to consider asking for. You may find that over the course of time, building a relationship with your potential donor, that they may be more comfortable or more inclined to want to make a donation of another kind, be that goods, services, holding events, or other fundraising opportunities, offering their numerous skills or management expertise. The list is endless, and you can only know what they are able to offer and ask for once you listen to them and get to know them. How and where you make the ask may be dictated for you due to geographical restrictions. However, this should be considered carefully nonetheless. How and where you make the ask could make the difference as to whether you receive a donation or not, and so it's important that you think it through first. Your decision may be primarily based on how you have been communicating previously. If you have met up several times or more regularly, then it would be advisable to make the ask in person. However, there are many options including email, telephone, Skype, or mail. Which one you choose will be determined by the donor's preferred way to communicate. If you do make the ask in person, then ensure you arrange to meet in a place where you will be able to talk without distraction. You want to have their full attention, and you definitely don't want to be interrupted when you begin to talk about what they may be open to offering. You should consider bringing another member of your team with you. Whoever you bring should know the project well and be able to add to the conversation where necessary. Psychologically, knowing you're not alone and having someone right there to support you who is committed and engaged in the project as much as you are can be very helpful. And finally, don't beg. The very last thing you want to do is approach the funder with the attitude and vocabulary of please, please, please give me some money for my film. We really need some money. You're our only hope. Remember, when you're asking your potential donor for a contribution to your film, you're doing more than just asking them for goods, services, or money. You are asking them to be a part of something much bigger than you or they. 
early in the conversation give them an update on the progress of the film. This will help them to feel that they're already involved by being privy to the journey and will set the tone for the conversation. You believe in your project and you believe in the need for your project and it's your job to bring the potential donor into it so that they believe in it too and know that they want to be a part of making it happen. Good luck with securing individual donations for your film. You can absolutely do this. There are people out there just waiting to be involved in your project. So why not let them join you? Now, what you have just listened to is a small part of what we actually offer in the Documentary Academy. Today's episode, in fact, is literally taken from one of the modules that the Documentary Academy Film Funding course consists of. The other modules cover other areas of film funding like your money mindset, your overall funding strategy for your film, your crowdfunding campaign, grant funding, and the best way to obtain the right fiscal sponsor for you and your project. In this case, the biggest differences in what you just heard and what you would have gotten with the actual video tutorial from the course is that here on the podcast, you obviously didn't get any of the visual elements of the presentation that goes along with the audio, and you also didn't get the downloadable action worksheet that one would use with this particular module. Which leads me to that cool offer that I mentioned at the top of the show. As you know, on October 1st, we will be opening up enrollment of all course tracks for the Documentary Academy. If you were to go ahead and pre-order courses before we officially open on October 1st, so basically over this coming weekend, you will not only get our special launch price of $3.99 for all courses, which is a saving of $150, but you would also be able to take advantage of three free bonuses. The three bonuses you'll receive are one, your very own Doc Lifer t-shirt, of which supplies are pretty limited. Secondly, you'd receive a DVD slash CD deluxe combo package of my first doc film, Journey to Kathmandu. And thirdly, you'd receive a 15-minute consultation with yours truly. I'll be putting up details of these bonuses in the show notes for this episode, number 92. So head on over there for more information. Now, just to give clarity about the consultation we'll have, I want you to get the most from our time together, and so I will be sending you a questionnaire to fill out well before we speak. And Once I've received that questionnaire back from you, we will then schedule a time to talk. Because you'll have provided me with pertinent information prior to our call, we can basically hit the ground running with your consultation and make the most of our conversation. I really look forward to speaking with you and supporting you in your project. So again, to clarify how the offer works, from the time of the release of this episode until we open our doors on Monday, October 1st, we will be giving you three free bonuses for pre-purchasing the Documentary Academy bundle of four courses at $399. And although the $399 launch price offer runs until October 21st, the bonuses do not. Once Monday hits, when doors officially open up, the t-shirt bonus will go away. You'll still be able to get the bundle at the $3.99 price point, and we'll receive two of the remaining free bonuses, the Journey to Kathmandu DVD-CD combo and the 15-minute consultation with me, but the t-shirt will no longer be available. And then after that, on October 8th, another free bonus goes away, the free 15-minute consultation. On October 15th, the availability of the final free bonus, the Journey to Kathmandu DVD-CD combo ends. 
And then finally, on October 22nd, the special $399 price point of the bundle will no longer be available. It will go up to the new bundle price of $549. What this means for you, Doc Lifer, is that if you've been considering enrollment in the Documentary Academy courses, this weekend is the best time to jump in. For one, the $399 bundle price for all four Academy course tracks will never be offered again. On top of that, you'll be able to get the additional three bonuses for free. You can go to the show notes for this episode at thedocumentarylife.com for more details, or to sign up for this offer, you can just head directly to thedocumentaryacademy.com. That's thedocumentaryacademy.com. If you need further clarification, or you know you just want to shoot the breeze, you can always email me at chris at barongfilms.com. That's chris at b-a-r-a-n-g films.com. Awesome, Doc Lifer. <sighs> Steph and I have been waiting about nine months to say that, and boy, does it feel good. We hope to see you soon in the Documentary Academy. Mm-hmm.